0: Hi, it's Rob Moore here. Now, I wonder if we've lost the art of properly communicating face-to-face, looking in people's eyes, caring and listening about them and to them, Uh, the devices that we're all stuck to and addicted to, and I put myself heavily in that category, uh, you know, where we're sending a million emails a day, where we're probably not reading communication properly. We're probably misreading a lot of communication Uh, And sometimes I think a situation is going to be a million times better if you pick up the phone and talk to someone or if there's a problem or a challenge that you need fixing, get in the car, go see them or pull them to you, sit down, look them in the eye or do a business deal face to face. So I wonder if if you've ever received an email, some kind of text communication uh, and you've read that a certain way, maybe it's pissed you off. Um, And then maybe you've replied reading it that certain way and then they've reacted to you. And then actually, when you got together face to face, you realise that um, they didn't mean it that way and you didn't mean it that way. Uh, And a lot of the communication got lost. And also, I really feel the speed of communication at the moment. I find myself reading things too quickly because there's such an influx of information uh, and I find myself missing things, which you wouldn't miss if you were face to face. Barbara, who's on the live, has just said, it's easy to hide behind a text. This is the point that I had in my notes to make, is that it's easy to dump someone by text, fire someone by text, you know, like do something that's difficult by text. That's not, that's not done properly. That's not gonna leave um, the person uh, receiving the communication in as good a frame of mind as they can. I think that um, it shows that you have courage, that you care, that you take the time, that you're connected when you pick up the phone and speak to someone or you communicate face to face, have meetings. And um, it seems, sounds weird to say this because technology is obviously a great enabler um, and email has saved us a heck of a lot of time. But I, I certainly see a lot of people who, for example, work for me. Um, who are trying to deal with issues and they're ding and dong and ding and dong and back and forth. You know, when you're copied into a million emails, you don't know if it's actually for you or someone else. When more than one person's copied in, no one responds. No one takes accountability or action because there's a load of people involved. It goes back and forth. Someone takes three days to apply, then five days to reply. And it never gets anywhere. And and people aren't really going to listen to what you say or take on board some of the influence that, you know, that you want to give just over on screen over an email. And um, they may not even be reading your emails because they're stuck in a mass of emails. I sometimes see people's emails and they've got 10,000 unread emails. And it's just like, whoa, OCD, I would die if I had 10,000 unread emails. Um, so I think if we're not careful and we let this go even further, then we're gonna have this very shallow communication where the, community, the, the uh, connection is going to go, the influence is going to go, where we're not really going to be able to get really good situations, win-wins, um, or solve big problems. Um, and as we've all, we know this, tone can often be misread in an email. Um, The message can be misread. You know, if someone's really curt and short and you take that uh, in in some kind of offence when in reality they were just trying to clear their inbox. I know sometimes I can be really short with my emails. That's because I've got 480 million to do. Ding, 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 ding. And someone's like, oh, 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 you you were so short with me. (laughs) I'm so offended. Um, So this is especially for difficult situations. If you've got problem clients, if you've got something really hard going on, if you've got someone who's in, a, in an emotionally difficult position, like I said, it could be someone that you have to let go or it could be, you know, just a, a really difficult situation uh, with, with, with someone that um, it's only going to get solved when they can see the whites of your eyes. When, you know, they say, don't they, that people don't care what you know till they know that you care. This is another point. Andrew's made it. You're just reading my mind tonight. All the all the points I've got written down underneath this video. You're just reading my mind. What's the point of me having them? But you can read a message or an email when you're in a certain motion. You're in a certain emotional mood or state, and you can react in that way. So, have you ever received an email when you're really busy or a bit pissed off, and you just like and have a you know you just spit back. Not you know if you'd have read that an hour or two or three later when you were relaxed or calm, you wouldn't have reacted in the same way. Um, because this, um, you know, these text messages, this intrusive communication through messages, bot, bots, um, emails, etc. It, it's, um, it's interrupting, you know, and hey, look, I'm not saying it's wrong. I do a lot of it in my marketing. But it interrupts you in what you're doing. And it can be very frustrating for an individual to be interrupted in what they're doing. And that's why you might get this emotional reaction. You're interrupting their pr- pattern. They're receiving the message, which you send with good intent at the wrong Time and therefore they react in the wrong way, and then that just creates this whole sort of vicious cycle of events that just gets you further away from the outcomes that you want. Whereas, if you book a call in, then you're both ready, you can both plan, you can be in the right position, in the right situation. Uh, to you know, to get the outcomes that you want, especially if you're in sales. I mean, come on, if you're in sales, you don't want to um, pat interrupt your customers and annoy them. You you know, you want to get in a good environment. You can think, okay, if I'm doing a sale, I'll put this um, call at eight thirty in the morning because that's a good time to do selling. Or if you're trying to solve a problem, you do it in a good time of the day. Um, Uh, And and then when it comes to -to face-to-face meetings, if you're in sales and you can get someone to come to you for face-to-face meetings, then, you know, you've probably got a really committed uh, individual, a possible um, client, because they've come to you. If you go to them to go and solve a problem, um, then that shows keenness and willing from you. Um, Humor is difficult to convey over text, um, so sarcasm or wit or humor can be really misread. um, And, this communication could just last forever and go on and 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 on, and not actually get solved. I've also seen people react to emails, and I've seen people talk about people, and I think if that person was sat with you, you wouldn't react like that or talk about them. So you definitely have more power, more control when you're face to face. So I guess I would just finalise and summarise this by saying. I think there's a a time and a place for email. There's a time and a place for text, for short, quick messages and instructions. But uh, if you want to influence someone, if you want to lead, if you want to show that you care, if you have to make a sale or make some kind of money or deal in a difficult situation or something that's tricky, then I just think we should get in front of each other more, uh, spend more time together and build these deeper connections, which are obviously technology in many ways is... Um, kind of disrupting that, and um you know I think that some of these difficult situations you will handle better uh, and um probably mm, just avoid the miscommunication, avoid the um backing and forthing and trails and you know they look. It's, it's 8.30 in the evening. I'm starting to ramble now because I never do lives or recordings at 8.30 in the evening because I'm normally dribbling in my bed. Um, but thanks for tuning in. Uh, and I, I wanted to try and do this one in the evening because I know some of you like the evening. Connor gets up at 8pm, uh, my good friend who um, makes the watches. So this one's for you, Connor. You've just got up and I'm just going to bed. Um, yeah, just understand the way that you communicate and communicate in the right way. And, um, hey, look, let's connect a little bit more. Um, You know, I'm spending about three hours tomorrow with Mark uh, and um, my business partner. uh, We're going to view some classic Ferraris. Uh, And I know that, um, you know, like when I give him like five or ten minutes of attention, when I'm busy and I'm distracted and he's trying to talk to me, I I can sense I'm trying to listen, but busy. And, you know, I can sense that he's trying to talk, but he knows I'm not quite there. But, you know, when we're in the car together for two or three hours, this is another thing. Um, I'm glad I kind of pushed through my tiredness Um, because you go to depths in places and rapport and you discuss things that you wouldn't be able to go as deep when you have this really shallow, thin communication. And I must admit, because, you know, like I have quite a lot of stuff that work for me and I have a team that I outsource to uh, up to 150 people who I'm giving various tasks to inside the office and outside the office. I must admit, I get in this mode of just task out, task out, task out, task out, yes, no, yes, no, feedback, reply, short answer, ding, 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 ding. And, you know, sometimes I wonder if, you know, this communication is landing in the right way and I'm uh, I'm being the leader that I'd like to be. Uh, And certainly when I sit down with my team and have one-to-ones with them, I had a a um, one-to-one with a couple of my team members today. Um, and you know, when there's conflict or when there's feedback and um, you get, both get to put your sides across and you both get to understand each other. I think this is what we can't do when we're um, communicating in, in this thin, fast, um, impersonal way. We don't get to understand each other and see the other person's side. Um, uh, And then you so you get to solve problems you didn't even know were there. And of course, you can blissfully be unaware of all the problems that are going on. because Oh, yeah, they said they're fine. And they said they're fine. And they said they're fine. And they said they're fine. fine, Because I've got the message and I've got the text. But in reality, when you sit down with them, it's very different. And and I think this is a point of uniqueness. It sounds really weird to say, doesn't it? But it's a point of difference for you to get in the car or pick up the phone um, uh, and just say, hey, um, or, here's the thing though, like a nice text message saying, hey, well done, or I care for you or you're great or thanks for what you did, you know, that's better than nothing at all. So um, also you don't need to pull a meeting for 10 of you just to say yes to an email that you'd all um, were involved in. So I guess it's also about understanding the method of communication. Um, I think it's good to teach people how you should would like to be communicated with. Um, I've pretty much had to say to everyone now that if you want to get me, it's pretty hard to get me on Facebook Messenger now because I'm getting so many messages. My outsourcer deals with all my LinkedIn messages and he filters them for me. But up until very recently, I've been doing all my... Um, Facebook messages, but I just can't now. There are just too many. So I'm starting to tell people that now so that they're not disappointed with me when I don't reply. So letting people know how you communicate best. Some people actually love speaking on the phone. Other people, you know, I actually got a bit phone shy because I spent so much long not speaking on the phone because I wasn't answering the phone because I was trying to manage my time. I am managing my time. I don't answer the phone unless it's booked. But I did that for so long, I actually just didn't like speaking on the phone because I was kind of out of practice. It sounds weird, doesn't it? But I was out of practice of talking on the phone and it sort of, it became something bigger than it actually was, um, uh, you know. And, and hey, you know, I think it's good to pattern interrupt yourself in, in, in situations like that and go, hey, look, just make sure that I am still uh, a, a real person speaking to real people. Anyway, um, thanks for tuning in. I hope you found this useful. Uh, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.